I'd like to welcome you to our service, especially those of you that are joining us by the way of the internet. All our services are pre-recorded, aired at the time that you'd normally hear that message. And if you'd like to find your place in 1 Samuel chapter 21, 1 Samuel chapter 21, and also Psalms chapter 34, as these passages are related. And I'm preaching on the subject of having the right perspective in 2024. And many things are going to come our way this year, just like you've experienced in the last two or three years, whether you're in America or around the world. Uh, there's a lot of things happened in the last three years, but we've seen God do great things and we've watched God come through for us, provide for us, protect us. And uh, we, we need to have the right perspective. Here in America, this is a, an election year. And uh, as we look to the future, <laughs> we got to keep our eyes on the Lord. And our hope's not in a presidential candidate. Our hope's in the Lord. And, and may the Lord help us to have the right perspective in all areas of our life, not just on the political scene, but in our finances and in our churches and also in our personal lives, our personal walk with the Lord. And our perspective needs to be right and according to God's Word. And, and we're going to see some, some passages here. I trust it will challenge you, help you, comfort you, correct you if need be. And uh, may the Lord use this for His honor and glory. First uh, Samuel chapter 21. Let's start reading in verse 8. And David said unto Ahimelech, And is there not here under thine hand spear or sword? For I have neither brought my sword nor my weapons with me, because the king's business required haste. And the priest said, The sword of Goliath the Philistine, whom thou slewest in the valley of Elah, uh, behold, it is here wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. If thou wilt take that, take it, for there is no other save that here. And David said, There is none like that, give it to me. And David arose and fled that day for fear of Saul and went to Achish, the king of Gath. And the servants of Achish said unto him, Is not this David the king of the land? Did they not sing one to another of him in dances, saying, Saul hath slain his thousands and David his ten thousands? And David laid up these words in his heart and was sore afraid of Achish, the king of Gath. And he changed his behavior before them and feigned himself mad in their hands and scrabbled on the doors of the gate and let his spittle fall down upon his beard. Then said Achish unto his servants, Lo, ye see the man is mad. Wherefore then have ye brought him to me? Have I need of a madman uh, that ye have brought this fellow to play the madman in my presence? Shall this fellow come into... My house, and then uh, let's keep reading now in uh, verse, chapter 22, first verse there. David therefore departed thence and escaped to the cave of Dulam. 
And when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they went down thither to him. And every one that was in distress, and every one that was in debt, and every one that was discontented gathered themselves unto him, and he became a captain over them. And there were with him about four hundred men. And David went thence to Mizpah of Moab, and he said unto the king of Moab, Let my father and my mother, I pray thee, come forth and be with you, till I know what God will do for me. And he brought them before the king of Moab, and they dwelt with him all the while that David was in the hold. And the prophet Gad said unto David, Abide not in the hold, depart and get thee into the land of Judah. Then David departed and came into the forest of Hereth. If you would, turn to Psalms chapter 34. Psalms chapter 34, and uh, your Bible may have a little inscription above uh, the psalm before it begins there in verse 1, and that inscription says, A psalm of David, when he changed his behavior before Abimelech, who drove him away, and he departed. If you read verse 1, it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. What a difference between the passage in 1 Samuel and Psalms chapter 34. Well, what a difference between the before and the after of this story. Well, what a difference operating in the flesh will make compared to obeying in the spirit. What caused David to feign himself to be mad, to scrabble on the doors and let spittle fall from his mouth onto his beard? This is definitely not the same David that earlier there in chapter 17 said the words, Is there not a cause? He wasn't acting mad when he said that. Uh, he wasn't scrabbling. There weren't no spittle coming down on his beard. It may have been coming straight out uh, like an old leather-lunged Baptist preacher there. Uh, but I'm telling you, this ain't the same David right here. Uh, he by, Back in chapter 17, David's boasting of the power and the strength and the might and the grace of God. Uh, oh, it's back in chapter 17 that David was running against the foe and, and slew him and, and rallied an army of cowards there and turned them into champions. Yeah, that word scrabble in the 1828 Webster's Dictionary means to scrape, paw, or scratch with the hands. To move along on the hands and knees by clawing the hands. To make irregular or crooked marks as children scrabble when they begin to write, hence to make irregular and unmeaning marks. In Samuel, in 1 Samuel 17, when David faced Goliath there in that valley of Elah, he was accused by his brothers of being irresponsible. He wasn't accused of being mad, but he was accused of being irresponsible, falsely accused. And his brother said, And with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? David's brother also accused him of having the wrong intentions by saying, I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thine heart, for thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. But David's answer to those accusations uh, was far from feigning himself to be mad. 
He didn't start scrabbling or start foaming at the mouth. Uh, David just said, hey, what have I done now? Is there not a cause? Saul thought David was too young for the battle. He said, you don't have enough experience. But when David was accused by King Saul of these things, he just said, hey, the same God that delivered me from the bear and from the lion is that same God that's going to deliver this Philistine into my hands. And by the way, nobody else in that crowd, including King Saul, had ever faced a bear. Not a one of them had ever faced a lion. And David just boldly said, that same God... Hey, that, that, that helped me with that bear, with that lion is going to help me again today. Why was David in that valley of Elah? Who sent him there? David was there by the word of his father and in the will of God. He was there by divine appointment of God and he acted like a fearless champion. But then you come to 1 Samuel chapter 21 and we find a totally different story taking place. We even see a different David. We even see a different purpose for being where he is at that point and doing what he's doing. Something had changed. And it wasn't his beliefs, but right here's what changed was his trust. Now he's relying on a dead man's sword. Remember what he said there to the priest? He said, man, there's none like it. Man, give it to me. Yeah, this right here, it's going to help me. Then he finds himself in front of King Achish and, and uh, he's relying on his hand instead of the hand of God to deliver him. How did he get there? That same God that delivered Goliath into his hands is able to keep David safe from King Saul. There's no doubt about it. But how do we go from being filled with great faith to having trust issues? Because God has not changed. His power, His provisions, His purpose for our lives has not changed so what causes us to lose faith in the same God that has showed himself strong on our behalf time and time again? What causes us to change our faith? It's still the same God who's never failed us. It's still the same God that's promised that he'll never forsake us. But what brings you and I to that point where we start looking at a dead man's sword or for a, a new president or, or a government party or, or a candidate as our source of hope. Well, the answer is the same as what caused David to run to the wrong source for help. It's a fear of man and a lack of faith in God. The absence of faith will always be replaced with fear. You look at any story in the Old Testament, the New Testament, and any time there was a lack of faith, fear took its place. Peter, we, we saw Sunday, we heard about this Sunday, Peter was filled with faith while he was looking at Jesus but when he took his eyes off Jesus, what happened? Fear 
set in. Elijah was filled with faith when he called down fire from heaven there on Mount Carmel and slew 150 prophets. Uh, but then the, at the very next chapter, you find him fearing for his life uh, because of the words of Jezebel. What happened? How did fear set in so fast? Well, think about Abraham. Abraham was filled with faith when he left his country and followed the Lord's direction for his life until the fear of Abimelech came on him. And when that fear came upon him and he had a lack of faith, he caused his wife to lie about their relationship. And his lack of faith was replaced with fear. In 2024, we're going to experience some great faith-filled victories. There's no doubt about it. But there may also be times that we're going to experience some great fear-filled defeats as well. Anytime we operate in the flesh instead of the faith, anytime we operate by sight and not by faith, we're going to find ourselves acting just like David. We're going to find ourselves looking at a dead man's sword or saying, and saying there is none like this. Surely this is what's going to help me. We'll catch ourselves looking for government to provide for us instead of the mighty hand of God and all his provisions. Here at our church, we're going to be setting the budget for our, this year, this upcoming year, and and we can either look at our means or we can look at all that God has allowed us to do so far and look at his provisions and his power and his might. And we can rest in the fact that God has not changed. It's the same God in Philippians 4.19 that says, But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. You know, we like to claim verse 19, but right here's what's going to happen. Fear will cause us to fail in keeping verse 20. Fear will keep us from giving God the glory. Fear will keep us from not blessing the Lord, oh my soul. And may the Lord help us. We can either look at a dead man's sword or turn to our own thinking or we can look to the Lord by faith and give him all the glory. When David quit running on fear and he received a word from the Lord, he received direction from the Lord, his fear was removed and by faith he went in the will of God. He wasn't looking at a sword anymore. He wasn't looking at King Achish anymore. It's when his faith kicked in that God sent him a band of misfortunates who rallied with David and they got the job done. You know, God wants to use us. 
And the more we trust him and, and walk by faith, God will send the laborers that we need to do his will. Psalms 34 is the right perspective for us in 2024. The Lord has put two words on my heart here lately is the words better and bless. And here in Psalms 34, David was not singing about his past failures and fears. No, David said, I'm going to sing and bless the Lord. Look at verse 1 again. I will bless the Lord at all times. I think he learned some lessons in his life. He said, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Uh, oh, I'm sure as he was writing this psalm, uh, his mind went back to 1 Samuel chapter 21 uh, when he was running in fear from King Saul, uh, looking at a dead man's sword, uh, saying, there is none like it, give it to me. Uh, surely that's what's going to deliver me. Uh, oh, acting mad and scrabbling and acting totally out of character. Can I remind you, David is just a future king of Israel. And he's acting like a madman foaming at the mouth. Oh, but now, David has purposed to bless the Lord and praise him continually. David is saying, I'm going to do better. <laughs> I'm going to do things better. What, what does God want from us in 2024? He wants us to have the right perspective. Now this is all introduction. Got a short message for you tonight. But in Psalms 34 and verse 1, let's start reading. We won't be able to cover the whole chapter, but, but we're going to try to, to, to cover some verses here. And in Psalms 34 and verse 1, it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. You remember when David had spittle coming out of his mouth and running down his beard, he was feigning to be mad? <laughs> oh, but now... Oh, thank God, he, he ain't like he was then. But now his soul is no longer in fear. He's filled with faith toward God and his mouth is no longer boasting about a dead man's sword, but now he's simply boasting in the Lord. Well, what a difference having the right perspective makes. See, in 1 Samuel 17, was he, when he was in that valley, he had the right perspective. He gets in 21, chapter 21, and he loses his perspective. But thank God he doesn't stay there. Hey, that gives me hope. You don't have to stay there. You can do better. And then in verse 3 it says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. All fears depart when you have the right perspective. I sought the Lord. Goliath's sword, Achish's, King Achish, the fifth city of Gath was nothing compared to the power of God to deliver. Oh, and then we get to verse 5. It says, They looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him 
and delivereth them. Boy, think about that ragtag team that God sent to David. These folks were all messed up, but they had one thing in common. It was the Lord. He brought them there. He would keep them, and he would deliver them. He would provide for them. Hey, if you go back and think about where God found you, you and I were no better than that ragtag team of disillusioned men. We had no place to go. We had no hope. We had no way out. Oh, but thank God that he showed up in our life and he gave us a brand new start. Oh, he gave us a new family. He gave us a church family. He delivered us. He has provided for us. And he's keeping us by his grace. And we too are no longer ashamed. Now we, we may be ashamed of what we once were, but we sure are not ashamed of who God has made us to be. I'm not ashamed to be part of the family of God. And then you get to verse 8, and David says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Have you tasted? Have you seen that the Lord is good? He's better than any dead man's sword. He's better than any comfort the king of this world could afford. Do you want to be blessed in 2024? Then you're going to have to trust him. You're going to have to have the right perspective. Because he's never failed us and neither will he ever forsake us. And then you get to verse 9. It says, Oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints. For there is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Come, ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Hey, David had been through enough to know that the Lord will always be enough to meet his every need. You know, God has given us a divine perspective for 2024. In Proverbs 29 and verse 25, it says, The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Let's purpose that come what may. We're going to keep our eyes on the Lord. Hey, by faith, let's go forward with God. Hey, by faith, let's bless his name more in 2024. If Jesus tarries his soon return, let's purpose to do better for the Lord in 2024. And it all comes from having a right perspective. When David turned his eyes on the Lord and followed the Lord's direction, God worked all things out for good. And that just reminds us that God's plan is always best. Romans 8, 28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love, that to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. A right perspective will lead to a right purpose. And God will provide for us all that we have need of. And he's worthy that we look to him and trust him more in 2024. 
There's a lot more in this passage and you please go study it out yourself. Go down to verse 17. The righteous cry and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. Achish couldn't help him. Goliath's sword couldn't help him. But the Lord, the Lord, he heard. The Lord is the one that delivers us out of all our troubles. Hey, you think David had been through enough to know that God was always enough? Well, look at verse 22 with me. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. Oh, what a great hope we have. What a great promise we have in Jesus. Let's purpose to keep our eyes on him. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. His plan is always the best plan. Now look, we're going to be tempted. There's no doubt about it. We're going to be tempted in 2024 to look at a dead man's sword for hope. There's going to be times where we're going to maybe fail in our faith and, and we'll wind up looking at a dead man's sword uh, and, and thinking, yeah, there's none like that. That's what's going to get me through. But Lord, help us to get our eyes back on Jesus real quick. It's an election year here in America. And if we're not careful, we'll be tempted to look to a king. We'll, we'll be tempted to look to a candidate as our hope. David said, our only hope is the Lord. The same God that's brought us this far is the same God who will help us accomplish His plan for us. Let's keep the right perspective in 2024. Hey, let's make sure we stay. Let's learn from 1 Samuel 21. Let's learn from that. But my, let's operate in Psalms 34. David learned that God was all he needed, both then and forever.